We've arrived. There we go. We have arrived. All right. Hold on. I, I, I'm going to do a small intro after you do an intro. Go. What's up, guys? John Sanchez, Alex Rojas here. Uh, let's win a ball game podcast. I don't even know what number. It doesn't matter. But anyway, we're here in the middle of the playoffs. The championship series are here. My boy Alex and I have a lot of fun things going. We just tried to do some Instagram live stuff, um, but on another page that we just – so please go follow uh, Let's Win a Ball Game on Instagram. We will put that – I'm putting that in the comments right now. And it is what you think it is. Nice and easy. Let's win a ball game. So go ahead, buddy. So my introduction, good morning. What's going on? Um we are bringing this Let's Win a Ball Game content to you because both of us, now that we are a part of the peanut gallery, but we are a part of a select percentage of the peanut gallery that actually knows what's going on, right? And is paying attention to parts of the game that most people that are carrying a scorebook at home or even in the stands aren't seeing because it's not reflected in necessarily the results it's how the process is being um, applicated, I guess, right? So it's essentially the idea that John has played so many years of collegiate and professional baseball, and now he's coaching. I've played a good college career, shortened professional career into coaching, and it turned into a lot of the meta that we were interested in. We got bored with the, as we call it, the 15%, and we wanted to focus more on the 85%. Excuse me. And the point of the content that we're bringing is to educate you guys on the meta of the game, because 15% of the game, what we mean by 15%, those are the drills. Those are the infield drills. Those are the top hand, bottom hand. You know, the, we're hitting heavy balls today with heavy bats. Like, that's a part of it, right? It's not so much about your pitching mechanics, right? It's understanding how does your ball work, right? You can fix your mechanics all day long, but at some point, you need to be competitive. And when you're competitive, what does your shit do? What does it do, okay? What does his swing do? What is he capable of? Not the drills that he does, Right? Like, do you really care if that guy does, like, top hand, bottom hand drills as a pitcher? No. It, it, what does that matter? Right? What matters is, can that guy hit? Is he a good two-strike hitter? There's a guy on third base. Is this guy dangerous with runners in scoring position? Right? That's the 85%. So, we're here to bring you that as best as we can. And because I'm rolling right now, I'm going to ask you a question. We saw a really good ninth inning by Will Smith, and he shut down. Well, Trey Turner should have hit a home run in 29 of 30 ballparks, so that happened. But whatever, we're going to ignore that because it was a flyout, right? But he has a shutdown inning, and I just want to hear what you can say about shutting down an opposite-handed Hitter. Right. So right well, you you're a righty, so I'm talking about throwing to lefties, but as best as you could speak for a lefty, right? Because they were three right handed hitters. 
Right. I, I think the threats are the same, right? Like, what, as a hitter, what do you not like to happen? Like, what makes you uncomfortable? And I think everybody has a different um, weakness of that process, right? So some guys are don't like the ball inside, especially coming at them, lefty to righty, right? So, you know, as a righty, one of my favorite things was I could just blow fastballs inside on lefties all day because to me it felt like a fastball away to a righty. It felt like the same pitch, the same angle. Um, and so I stand on the far right on the mound trying to play the angle game. And so it's really coming at them. And so if I miss inside, it looks like it's coming at their hip. And so just making them uncomfortable with that. So I love to play cutters inside the lefties and, you know, Andy Pettit, uh, Keuchel, a lot of these guys make a living on just running the ball inside, you know, of, of these guys. And, and it's, the same concept as a righty sinker baller, right? Of, of just trying to run it inside, standing on the opposite side of the mound, trying to run it in on the hands. Um, and it has pros and it has cons. So, you know, attacking hitters opposite handed is there's just a lot of choices and holes and how the guy gets in the box to his rhythm, to his practice swing, everything, you know, all the information that you can gather against the opponent will, will allow you to see what holes that you can exploit. So we talked about flat swings and more of a, a, a vertical stance and a horizontal stance. Let's leave it at that, right? It's more mm -hmm. about where the guy is, right? Because that's going to dictate his swing. It's not necessarily that a swing is flat. It's like his body position makes his, his swing flat. So let's let's use that to our advantage, right? Most lefties – they kind of have that little uppercut type swing. They've got that approach going for them, which God bless them. You know, I'm not sure why they have it. They got it better than righties. Um, but you're trying to miss bats in that scenario, right? Those are the powerful hitters of the lineup. More of the contact hitter, I guess, with Trey Turner. Um, AJ Pollock is a pretty big power threat. Um, I forgot who else was in that inning. I'm not sure if it was chris taylor and trey turner but i believe that was the order or something around that order um anyways so guys that are trying to drive the baseball a little bit more and they are left-handed let's get a little bit deeper right you know that these guys are a bigger power threat what are you playing with is it me am i pitching it's you it's oh. you john all right um you know i mean uh I need a, I need an identity though. You know what I mean? I need to know, is it big poppy? Is okay. It... So let's go. Okay. Who's more of a realistic left hand. So let's go with the Dodgers, right? So let's go. You're facing Cody Bellinger. That's fun. Okay. Then you're going to face Gavin Lux. Good athlete. I apologize. That's what it's like going to the house with a hound dog. Um, and Gavin Lux, Cody Bellinger, who's a third left-handed threat in that line? Let's say Max Muncy, his arm just healed yesterday. He's ready. He's hitting right now. All right. So those are your three guys. You got two solid athletes and then a definite power threat. Yeah, I understand. Um, that's funny. So, yeah, I, I would say that um, you got three different lefties, right? You got tall guy, you got yes. medium, and you got short guy, right? So Bellinger – it's obvious that anything elevated away, he's going to go, you know, left center shot. So, and I want, we want him to chase, right? So we're going to have to get him 
we've got to get him in swing mode. So we'll probably start off probably fastball away to see how he see what he does, see if we can keep it down. Um, and if he reacts nothing, if he does nothing, then we might go split or backdoor cutter um, right off of that. Um, if he reacts there again, if he does show his swing, he pretty much, like, once he gets into swing mode, he pretty much picks up his rhythm and just starts <laughs> swinging at everything. So the danger there becomes the inside one that he can turn on. So I'm probably going to backdoor a curveball and try to bounce it. Yeah. Right? Just, like, stay away from him completely if I can get to him there. So still going to start off with a heater. Um, if you elevate it, there's your risk on the first one. But he's really looking down and in first pitch, so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't he come in. Really by. does. What? He comes out so hard forward on his first like two or three pitches that he takes. Like unless he's in a scenario where he has to be a better hitter, like where he has to have a little bit more discipline. But he wants to come out of his shoes. Right. Totally. He's trying to Reggie Jackson everything. Right. Of course. You know, that's where. You know, even Dave Roberts said in that thing. You know, hey, control the barrel, right? Which yeah. you know, guys just don't like swinging 80 percent you know what i mean it's yeah. just it's not in there they just can't keep the barrel moving and the feel of the idea of the touch is you know it's just a different thing i mean so yeah and then uh let's see lux um he's super balanced i was gonna really say he's gonna like go the other way good. so i'm i'm going i'm going the fun one I'm, I'm gonna try to get him to roll over so i'm just going fastball inside hard um trying to paint and then probably cutter, 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 cutter in, and then probably split away. What's up, Coach Matt? Five tool coach, doing the thing out of TPC. Um, I like. This is why I like doing this game with you because I just kind of I tried to like stop what you were saying in like middle of my head and like see the pitch right happen right. Guy that's like super athletic. He's a little bit more upright. He's got that more upright stance, and then he tries to get into his hinge a little bit later. Not a big hinge, but he's kind of doing that little seesaw motion. So he's one of those guys you can catch pretty easy in this back and forth type game. It's pretty. It's pretty easy. Um, not saying like you got to still execute it, but like that's his game. That's kind of like what's happening there. Um, then. The last guy, Max Muncy, big donkey, little donkey, more of a mule. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't swing first pitch, so you, I would just pour one right down the middle. You know, yeah. Whack. And yeah. then see what he does from there. I mean, after that, if the curveball's feeling good, probably going with that. Um, just And throw a big – just the biggest one with the most spin to see if I can get him to – because he'll probably try to get underneath it and roll over it because like, yeah. that's what he does. If you get the curveball down, that's where he kind of gets weak on it. Yeah. But if you leave it up, he'll probably pop it up. Um, and then we know he doesn't swing, so, like, everything's got to be in the zone. So, you can't throw Vader, can't throw the so back foot slider. 40-something home runs and he doesn't swing that much. It's really right. – Right, it is, right? Um so I'd probably say, like, the up-and-in fastball probably would be the next one that I would get. He doesn't try. hit that very well. He likes it more out on that fastball. Yeah, yeah. so, like, you're just going to have to slow him down and then get him, like, cheating away and then try to surprise him inside. Yeah. You could yeah. probably get him with a two-seam fastball inside, probably. Mm -hmm. so. he's, he's definitely another guy, like, like, Cody Bellinger 
is more of that that sweeping swing where he is so aggressive because he has so much plate access, he can just run into shit and still mm -hmm. hit it hard. Mm -hmm. But Max Muncy, and we're just talking about these guys, Max Muncy has that he has that presence in the box where, like, he's not going to swing. So he's not going to be in swing mode as easy. Like, you could stay away from Cody Bellinger, and, like, we've seen that work. You know, like, we haven't really seen for a consecutive season Max Muncy since he's got to the Dodgers really struggle with, like, swinging out of the zone and getting beat on bad pitches. So I liked, it. I, I liked what you said there. That was nice. That was nice. So let's talk about tonight. What do you expect out of uh, Uncle Charlie Morton, one of my favorite old timers, gets better with age, and uh, his opposite, the young gutter, Walker Bueller. He could be a Navy SEAL. Like his face, he has that look of just like chiseled, like there's 1% fat on his body. <laughs> just what exists in his cells. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm looking up. I went to Baseball Savant, right? Uh, games at two today uh, and then five for the Houston and, and Boston game. Let's see. Um, let's see what we got here. They should have that game at five o'clock. It's going to be over. <laughs> First three innings. Yeah, I mean, we got – I mean, these are interesting, you know, percentages right here. You got – Do they have a projected lineup up as well? well yeah, they do. Uh, Turner's playing. So that's interesting. We got he Luke should be playing. Let's start off the lineup. So we got Rosario, Freeman, Albies, Riley, Jock Peterson, Duvall, Dernard, Swanson, Morton. So not a whole lot of change there. That was pretty similar. But then the Dodgers come out just, I don't know. Uh, Betts, Seeger, Turner, Smith, Turner, Lux, Bellinger, Taylor, Bueller. So that was Trey Turner hitting in the three hole, Justin Turner hitting in the five hole. Chris Taylor in the eight hole is the sneakiest thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't forget about Sneaky. that. Sneaky. He's pretty good. He scoops the ball so well. For sure. For I sure. told a kid the other day to swing like Chris Taylor, and he showed me like a practice swing. I was like, yeah. It was pretty great. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah, baseball savant. This is an amazing. Okay, here we go. Here were some good stats. Okay. All right, average launch angle, Charlie Morton, 7.7 .7 degrees. Average, Does he have an average? Yeah. Exit velo, 88.1. Those are pretty hard, solid, just routine ground balls. Hard hit percentage, 32%. Opponent batting average, 280. Extra base hit percentage, 214. Slugging percentage, 326. Strikeout percentage, 28.6%. Walk percentage, 7.7. .7. This is interesting. So the Dodgers, we all know their lineup, right? They have good eyes. They don't swing at a lot of balls out of the zone, but they, they will K up, right? They will K up a little bit. This I'm sending you this. You're going to – did you know this website existed? Oh, como esta really? Venezuela? Who is that? Manuel. Saludos. Dímelo. Dímelo, Montro. So – you say 17% what? All right. 17%. Uh, where was I? No, What's I, his whip? Uh, I don't know. Let me scroll up. Because that's how you know how quickly a, an inning can get out of hand. 
You get two guys on against the Dodgers, you're in a fucking trouble. Do they got average catchers pop times on here? The exchange speed, pop time, and the arm speed. Arm speed? That's incredible. 74 point, well, I mean arm, like velo, like 74.8 miles an hour. And it doesn't have his whip, but it's got. All right, well, let me get over to Bueller, okay? Yeah. Average launch angle, 11.7. So 40. It's a line drive. Right? Same exit velo percentage, 88.2. Hard hit percentage, though, 37%. So he's getting hit harder, okay? All right, he's getting hit harder, 5%. Opposing batting average, though, 270, though. So he's not converting. Batting average or uh, um, extra base hit still 215, so almost the same. Slugging 338, a little bit higher. K percentage less 26%, walk percentage less 7.4. So that's good. But here's the thing about Chavez Ravine in the daytime ball's gonna fly a little bit. Okay, we got some other stats interesting here. Okay, this is really interesting. Okay. Batted ball profile, Charlie Morton. Weak percentage, 4.9%. Topped, 37.2. And when they say tops, do you mean tops, like? Yeah, topped it. Right. Under, 20%. Flare burner, 26.5. Solid, 5.6%. Barrel. Read me those four. numbers again in order, please. Okay. It was weak, weak hit, topped, under, Flare slash burner, solid hit, and barrel. Okay. Interesting, right? I so, like what I like about that is because you know what the Dodgers' game is. Their game is to play kind of, not a backspin ball, but they're trying to launch the ball, right? I'm not going to call it backspin, right? Because that's, that's weird. Everyone does it differently. But to know that this guy has a 5% chance of you squaring the ball up, right? It almost feels like there's gonna, dude. If Charlie Morton throws up 12Ks tonight, I wouldn't be surprised. I would, if he threw up 12Ks tonight, because Charlie Morton's vicious. Like, he's an old man. I think, no, he's not an old man. <laughs> he's an old man. He's an old <laughs> but man. He looks like a guy that just, you know, he's got a farm in the offseason. He works really hard to keep it up. Like, he's just, he'll run into some some kind of flow state and it's game over it's hard sinkers right if he's in the zone too because he's effective out of the zone like a what's his strike percent like i would like to know what's his actual strike percentage okay okay give me a second we got a lot of stuff here we've got a lot of stuff to unpack here a lot of stuff because you already know what you're going to get with Walker Bueller. It's a power base. Oh, my God. How about I got average speed here? I got average spin. Get out of here. Oh, my God. I'm so What's excited. his average speed? That'd be pretty good. Okay, here we go. Average speed, four-seamer, 95.5. Sinker, 94.6. Cutter, 87.5. Change, 86.4. Curve, 80. So we're playing a 15-mile-an-hour window. And then the spin... Charlie Morton, average spin rate on his curveball. Average, 3,053. <laughs> ah, average on his cutter, 24.25. Mine got to 28%. Sinker, 21.16. Four-seamer, 
fuck. Those are all 21. Oh my god. By the way, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. These are all natural numbers. So he's definitely a sinker curveball guy at the end of the day. If when he comes to his out pitch, dude, if you're getting spin on a curveball up to 3,100 potentially, like, and then you're throwing a sinker that's moving at 2,000, right? Those things are going like that. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna Bueller. Bueller, interesting. This is, there's a lot here, okay? Bueller, all right. Average speed, 95.3. Sinker, 95.3. Cutter, 91.6. Slider, 84.9. Change, 91.5. Curve, 80.1. So I'll say this. He holds the change up too hard. It's grip, too much pressure. The Let's go over the spin. Exactly. So change up's 15.22. So it's spinning less, right? Spinning less by almost 900 to the four seam. It's spinning 400. The sinker is spinning 2,300. The cutter is trying to spin in 2,600. The slider is spinning 2,799, so 2,800. And then the curve is spinning 2,861. So he's maxing all of his spin on all of those things. But it, here's the problem with, like, max spins all the time is that – and this is just from what I've seen from guys that, again, I have never caught a guy that's a Walker Bueller caliber guy. That guy is going to hang more shit. That guy's just going to hang more shit. But he's it makes it so hard. But he's having a, a, a less than – he's not having the same season as Charlie Morton. Like, right. Charlie Morton probably holds a baseball like he holds an egg. got to hold it like an egg. Soft. Not entirely true. I know. <laughs> well, maybe – dude, Okay. So I had this conversation with our owner at TPC because I used to talk about how guys that had really like those bare hands, just the big hands, I had trouble seeing the ball out of their hand, right, when I was catching at first. And I was like, dude, there were some guys where I was like, I don't even know if you're throwing a ball. I can't even see it. Like your hands are so big. Charlie Morton looks like he has those hands where like, are you holding the ball or are you not? Are you just moving your hand really fast? He just looks like he, like, when he holds the ball, it almost probably feels like a golf ball to him. He can just, like, you know, make this thing do crazy blitz ball patterns. I don't know. You're a big guy with big hands, right? When you hold a ball, right, right, that's a regulation. That's not what it looks like in my hands. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> but when you have a, like, a high finger access right and you can like do all this stuff with your finger right does that help you which part like being able to like just hold this thing like this tight or whatever and be able to well you got it, right right so like here's what i always explain to people like the harder you throw like you got to be able to hold on to the energy right yeah so like if you can get your thumb past the center of the ball and still have a gap then it's still in your fingertips, but you can move faster as you go right. through it, right? And it's right. not becoming unstable. I think a right. lot of control issues come from lack of stability on, on holding the center of the ball and being able to move your hand as fast as possible with, with what it's doing. You got to be able to – I mean, that's what Sticky's doing. Sticky's just stabilizing the ball in your hand so that you can move it faster. So if – I'm Charlie Morton, right? How how hard 
do you realistically think he's actually holding this area of energy right when he's pre-pitched? I mean, not different I haven't I haven't thrown with a guy that throws like pretty hard that doesn't talk about more of a stiff wrist type of release with a dunk wrist because if the wrist becomes too weak on, and you go forward it gets really floppy so the wrist has to be in line as it goes it has to be connected to the whip of the arm it can't like get underneath it with that right there you see a lot of guys that like that hold the wrist flex and that's like not entirely what you want that's super interesting do you it's know like, that it's like runners, a break what the good olympic runners like sprinters, the guys that run the fastest, they talk about how stiff their ankles need to be. Wham, 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 wham. Keep your going. Yeah, I could see that as the spring. Because if your foot molds into the ground every single step, like you're losing energy. You're not staying on a hard surface. Interesting. Interesting. So let's get back to the game. Okay. Who's hitting for the Braves? Because, I mean, I get the Dodgers lineup. Let's a couple of Turners, a Taylor. We got some good We got some good uh, hitting data here, too, okay? So, all right. Bra- all right, let's run through the – because we got average launch angles and stuff here, too, right? So, we got – let's just run through – dude. Can I guess? Can I guess before you say it? For okay, both who, all right, 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 right. Who do you – who do you – all right, do you want me to tell you the order first? Uh, does it have the team? Yeah, I have each team, their average launch angle, their average exit below, their average hard hit percentage, like everything. I got it all right here. Okay, let's go down the list and then tell me I'm going to – which team are we on? Braves. Braves? Okay, average launch angle? Rosario. Nine. Fifteen. Wow. Freddie Freeman. Oh, shit. Probably like – 12 12 on the on the bot 12. Yeah. i thought rosario would be a little bit more of a of a lower line drive guy 15's high albies albies 16 or 17 21 yeah he's high he's super high riley riley dude i've only seen him swing like three times um 18 14 14. Okay. Jock Peterson. Oh, what? 35. Just kidding. Um, 22. 14. Oh, man. He played me. He's a bad bitch, though. Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall, biggest center fielder in baseball. Um, 15. 23 6. Wow. Chase Darno. Chase Diarno. Um, Getting most of these guys wrong. Denard. I'm gonna go Not with Denard. 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 Yeah. Denard. Nineteen. Six. Six. <laughs> the guy that should be trying to hit the most fly balls is hitting crown balls. The slowest guy on the team is hitting crown balls. No. Everybody. It's not how you do it. <laughs> Swanson. Swinson. Uh, uh, Swanson, I, I watched him a lot. I'm going to say 17. 14. 14, yeah. Okay. You want to go through the Dodgers, or do you want to go through the exit velos? Let's go with the exit velo. Okay, Rosario. We'll do Rosario. both. We'll do both same time. We'll speed it up a little bit, okay? So, we'll go exit velo. Just tell me on these ones. Just Rosario. tell me. Rosario. 
Oh, 88.5. I was going to say 88. Freeman, 91. Albies, 89. He hasn't hit a ball in a week, though. Austin Riley, 90. Jock Peterson, 91. Adam Duvall, 89.8. Denard, 89.9. Swanson, 89.3. Morton, 80.8. I see a theme here. Do you see a theme? They can all hit the ball about 90 miles an hour. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> okay. Now here's another weird hard hit percentage. Rosario, 35. Freeman, 46. Yeah, he smacks. Albies, 37. Riley, 45. Jock Peterson, 47.6. Wolf, Duvall, 43.9. Denard, 43.9. So he's hitting it hard. Just dude, these guys. Hit the ball hard. <laughs> he's just wrist rolling through it. He's just, just pissing Serena across There's the no trampoline effect here, folks. This is man ball. This is real. This is real. These right. are men. Swanson, 42-7. So, Braves seem hot, by the way. 42-7 for yeah. him? Wait, what do you That's see? pretty high for an eight-hole hitter. Hey, here, wait for these Dodgers. Here we go. Mookie Betts, okay? Give one, me the launch angles. What's that? Yeah, let's go launch angle first. Okay, launch angle. 18.9. Leading off. Right? Exit velo, 90. Hard hit percentage, 41. Corey Seager. Launch angle, 10.7. Exit velo, 91. Hard hit percentage, 49.3. So he's smashing. And just trying to hurt. Into he would hit more line drives if he didn't go onto his toe. That makes him come up onto his hip. That's yeah. why he's so low. Yeah, yeah. Watch him tonight, guys. Hold on, real quick. Watch him come up onto his back toe, and you're going to see his barrel come up. His barrel is going to do that because his hips are going to come that way. Mm. That's it. Keep going. All right, Will Smith. Uh, Trey Turner, eleven point four. I would have thought it would have been way higher. Yeah, no shot. He's hit. He, dude, that guy loves to hit the ball on the ground and beat it up. Like, that's what I'm pretty oh, sure that's the been... other Turner. I'm sorry. I was with the other Turner. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there on him. On him. Uh, hard hit percentage of 46 2. So he doesn't miss the ball, which is. That, that's kind of bad for him, though. Total right like, at the shortstop. Does that thing where yeah. it's like. Like, yeah. It's so hard to do that. I never understand that. All right, uh, Will Smith, 19.4, 90, and 43.8. Those are dingers. Yeah. Turner, 19.2, Yeah. 42.4. Yeah. Hard fly balls. Gavin Lux, 11.3, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 89.8, 40.2. Bellinger, 22.2. 89 3, 34 4. They put a blue box around him. I guess 34, 34 is a little little weaker. In the <laughs> blue indicates weakness. <laughs> Cold, I believe. It's cooling. I don't really <laughs> not, I don't really have that. Anyway, and then Chris Taylor, 17.4, 88.2, 38.1. So he just doesn't hit the ball that well that often. Now the red okay, let me go run back over. The Braves have one, two, three, four, five red colored boxes, two light blues, 
And then I believe yellow would be average here. So in a couple averages, right? Now the Dodgers have one, two, three, four. Do they have an average distance on anybody? Not seeing anything right now, but I maybe if I went to player profile, individual. Average distance would be interesting. Because, ooh, ooh, here's such a good one. Yeah. First pitch swing percentage. Yep, yep. Yep, 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 right, yep. Here we go. Here's a We're going to predict the first inning here. Okay, okay. All right, so let's – here's – oh, my God. This is, this is a really good chart too, right? All right, first inning swing percentage, okay? <laughs> Who's leading the Braves in the starting lineup in first pitch swing percentage? Uh, Freddie Freeman. No. <laughs> Not even close. Out there. It doesn't even – it doesn't even count, but – Charlie Morton at 75%. What are you doing, Charlie? <laughs> what are you doing? Take yes, it does. Yeah, uh, five tool. Yeah, it does. Baseball Savant. It's a great website. It's a great free website. Um, okay. Now let's get into the real guys in here. Okay, so who's leading in the Braves? Who's swinging the most at the first pitch, which is hilarious. Of course. Is it a guy in their starting lineup today? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is only the lineup. It's the only starting lineup. Albies. No. Who? Denard. Denard. That was my second guess. Damn Denard, it. The guy that's leading in ground balls. He ball. hits ground balls and he's swinging early. <laughs> you, know that, you know what that spells? Pitches. Oh, you're getting the cutter. Cutter, 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 cutter. Could doing. you imagine telling a guy that and just being like, you ever thought about, like, you know, seeing one? <laughs> What's his second <laughs> Pitch swing percentage. Is it like 99? It's got to be. He's like, I didn't swing yet. <laughs> got to swing. All right. So, uh, leading. Maybe he's just trying to get out of there to focus on defense. Yeah, like, right? Hit a ball on the ground and get out the quickest and the easiest. So, this is kind of. Let me read the categories here. This is really interesting, too. So, we have zone percentage swing or zone percentage, right? So, the ball's going in the zone. Zone percentage swing, so you just swing at the ball in the zone. Now, Freddie Freeman is getting 49% balls in the zone, which is interesting. He's getting 50% strikes. And then he's swinging at 77.5% of those balls in the zone. Wow. Right? Then the next closest one is Eddie Rosario at 75.8. But then right next to that is Denard again. So he's, he's swinging. I'm swinging at anything I see. First pitch. That's my motto. Hey, strike. Oh strike. Roll over. It's so obvious. It's so funny by the data that we know that he's just negative attack angle. It's like, well, you're just. Hey, you're and you know what? Hey, watch him on deck, dude. He goes straight here. Yeah. Yeah. He and. You know he's swinging first pitch. Walker yeah. Bueller, if you throw him a curveball at all tonight, you deserve whatever happens. Right. Okay, so here we go. Now, now the, okay, so then you have chase percentage, right, which is also hilarious, right, because you got, okay, we got, all right, leading chase percentage. You got Rosario chasing 35% of the time and Charlie Morton. So, like, Charlie's just going to strike out. He's swinging at three pitches. He's not going to hit any of them, but – He's going to swing it three in a row. Just like um, Gerard, they go to the same hitting coach. How about this? Freddie Freeman, 25% chase. Wow. Well, right now, for sure, when you've got nine strikeouts or no, seven strikeouts. That bad. I mean, Swanson's 24. 
Um, Denard's uh, 26. Well, you expect more out of Freddie Freeman, the dude. I've. Do you remember right. the, that Instagram video that came out like three years ago where he called everything he was going to do in BP? Yeah. It was one of the most beautiful videos I've seen about hitting in a while. Yeah. It was yeah. line drive over the shortstop. Whack. Yep. Line drive over second base. Whack. He's good. All right, so now total swing for oh yeah, there's another one that's pretty cool. It's the edge percentage. So I guess they're they're swinging at pitches on the edge, which is interesting because I guess that would be like if they know the zone or not, right? Um, and then you got swing percentage in general, right? And everybody seems to be between forty eight and fifty six. So like at fifty fifty, people are just swinging. So right? you, which, hold on, can I which, pause you for a exactly second? Exactly what I've been saying. Okay, so. There's always these funny things, these phrases that these guys, these old timers have, right? If you don't swing first pitch, you're going to swing second pitch. That means you have a 50 50 shot. You got a 50 50 shot if the guy's going to guess swing on every pitch. So, with what you're saying, right? Like on this edge, I want to kind of come back in for a second. One of the things that I've been looking at for point of impact for my hitters is getting them to understand why we want to see the ball up because the likelihood of it maintaining its strike is a lot higher than a ball that's down, right? So a guy like Freddie Freeman, who's swinging at 77% balls in the strike zone, he's seeing the ball up and he's making his decision to go with that swing for a certain amount of time. But when the ball's down, he's a little bit more hesitant because it could stay down, right? So seeing a, just from that standpoint, like I've looked at hitting articles where they talk about point of impact when it comes to like pulling an inside pitch versus pulling an outside pitch and what the velocity difference was and then they just brought it out like to the edge right and you could see that that's why guys hook balls all the time because they see this data that like oh okay i can still get a hit you know so like yeah i can still hook it but then the data also shows you know you should sorry keep totally. rolling with your data you're just you're on a roll yeah, this is good stuff. Is, I'm actually like taking a couple screenshots for the, just for us right here. Cause we've got some, I mean, there's a lot of really cool data in here. Okay. <clears throat> Let's get back to the Dodgers now. Okay. So we got, where are we at here? Oh, dude, they got ground ball. Uh, what's FB? Fly ball, ground ball, fly ball, line drive, pop up, pull straight oppo. Man. What a great show. Just do the three outcomes, ground ball, fly ball. Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do Mookie bets. We got 34% ground balls, 33% fly balls, 23% line drives, and 8% pop-ups. So if you're going to put the good ones together, you could put 56% of the time he's putting the ball in the air quality. That's terrible. It's not terrible, right? Pull straight, oppo, pull, 45%. Weird. Uh, straight, 32, oppo, 26. Weird. Weird. He's a pull hitter. Weird. Weird. No, I would say he's a two-thirds hitter. I think, I think, like, why not just play that game? I almost consider middle pull sometimes. Just because guys Why do not? Take- There's three easy holes in the single, middle, yeah. six hole line. Like, just yeah. play those three. Yeah, it works. Don't play five, play three. Like, teaching someone to go oppo is more like just adding another pitch to the – like, it's like having a fifth pitch, right? It's just like, as long as you can throw these four good, like, you can roll with that, right? The fifth pitch is just extra, right? Maybe you need five pitches, you know? I don't yeah. know. Right? Yeah. 
Agreed. Uh, agreed. Yep. Hit the ball back up the middle. It still fucking works. Right. So you got Seeger ground ball percentage forty six, fly ball twenty four, line drive twenty five, pole is thirty three, straight up forty two, oppo twenty four. I would say that would be his problem. He's too much up the middle. You definitely you can see with the ground balls and the fly balls and everything from there. I mean, judging by what he's good at on these numbers, like. He should be – he's playing too much of a – he's probably playing a two-dimensional game. He's probably just going – Three up. guys up the middle. Short yeah, he's probably going left, center, center, right. Yep. Trey Turner, ground ball 45, fly ball 23, line drive 24, very similar to Seager. His pop-up percentage is six, though, and he's even pretty much. 26 pull, 37 straight up, um, 25 oppo. So, not a lot there. Who's the highest opposite field hitter for the Dodgers? In the lineup, Walker Bueller. Um, no, uh, <laughs> which is true because he's dirty. No, uh, believe it or not, Justin Turner is no, pretty no. much even. He's 31, 38, 30. Yeah, he's a very good hitter. He's a yeah. very good hitter, dude. Yeah. You like when they played the Mets and the Mets uh pretty much smashed them when the Mets went and lost to the Royals in the World Series. I remember that that was the postseason that Justin Turner came out since then. He's just sort of been who we see now right where when he was with the Mets he wasn't that good he really wasn't pre-beard yeah. right he wasn't on hole 30 definitely wasn't hit the ball in the air <laughs> um, but it's interesting to see that their most trusted guy at the dish right hits the ball well at all fields mm -hmm. it's just kind of weird kind of weird yeah, I mean, not saying everybody's got to be that, but I'm just saying when we're all watching Dodger baseball, right? Because I'm a Dodger fan, right? I'll get a little emotional here. I don't care about anybody else. When Justin Turner's at the plate, I'm like, the odds of this going well are really high. But if it's anybody else, and I love Chris Taylor, it's just not the same feeling. Like Mookie Betts, not the same feeling. Trey Turner, not the same feeling. Cody Bellinger, no. Justin Turner, because I feel like that guy would be so scrappy in the box. He's hard to strike out. He'd be hard to fool, right? He, he's just – he's on you because he's, he's comfortable doing everything. Again, what do I know? I'm just a guy. But I know some things, and I do know that Tony Gwynn was one of the best hitters of all time. Pete Rose was one of the best hitters of all time. Uh, who else did we find out had, like, 10,000 at-bats that shocked everybody? It, was it – somebody that was just extremely seasoned and you see that a lot of these guys are good at hitting the ball at every field right so it's one of the things that i actually preach when it comes to bat speed it's it's more about understanding how your swing works right and understanding what has to happen for your body for everything to work together learn how to hit opposite field boys and girls if you learn how to hit the ball the other way you're going to hit the ball hard so here's an interesting another one. I'm going to go to the opposite side of the same point. Yeah. Full straight and oppo for each starting pitcher. Oh. And so that could give you data as far as how you think they're pitching it because you have Walker Bueller, who's 35% pull, 40% up the middle, 24% oppo. Right. So to me, that means that he's putting things a lot kind of more in the middle of the plate, but also like utilizing his center fielder more. And if you have – who's playing center field? Mookie Betts? Yeah. So Mookie Betts is a great athlete. Here's another thing that I heard 
a baseball guy say one time, which was, you should always use your pitcher's strengths, even if it's the hitter's strengths, because they're not always going to get a hit if they pull the ball. You know, like, that doesn't always mean they're going to, like, yeah, if you pull the ball 42% of the time, it doesn't mean you get a hit every single time you pull right. it. Right, right. So, like, don't be afraid to go into the dragon's lair. You know, if you want to slay that dragon, you got to get in there, you know. Yep. You so got to slay that dragon. You got to slay that dragon. Take that gold. Rescue the princess, right? Totally. If you're a plumber, definitely rescue the princess. Um, but I, I think that, I think that one of the one of the key ingredients to breeding a good hitter, which, by the way, I, did you see what Pete Rose said about Joey Gallo? Of course you did. I did not go. You did not see that? No, what he oh, said. He ripped him apart. He said, I don't get how a guy can strike out 215 times and not play every day. <laughs> it's true. How, like, how does that happen? How do you strike out 215 times and not play every day? He's like, you're, you're doing something wrong. You're not that good. He goes, I would be suicidal. That's what Pete Rose said. So, like, that's, that's, that says a lot about, you know. You guys are savage. He's a savage. It's true, though. Like, yeah. how do you have probably 300-something at-bats and you're going to strike out 214 of them? Right? Like, two th more than two-thirds of your at-bats this year you struck out. I don't care how productive you are. Like, you didn't – like, you can get out and so, – sorry. You can get out and still be productive, right? You can put a ball in play and still be extremely productive. The fact that that person has nullified his ability to do that by just trying to, you know, hit the ball in the air and hit it out, I could argue you're not that good. Yeah. You're not, True. You're not that good, man. Well, so it's interesting, too, because you got Charlie Morton, and he's 38% pull. So I'm sure with the curveball and the, the fast, slow game that he's playing, he's trying to get guys out front, especially with your fly ball percentage being 20, ground ball percentage being 49, 49%. So he's just – he's painting – let's see, we got four seams main – He's going to throw a lot of fastballs tonight, though. You think so or no? I think he is. I think he's going to – I think he's – but not like fastball, fastball. So I think he's just going to move around with the fastball like a mouse. Like on a computer screen. Just for you, ready? Yeah. 36% four seam. Yep. 36% curveball. Yep. 13% sinker. 8% cutter. 5% changeup. Yeah, so three of his four – three of his five pitches are relatively fastballs, right? So, so you can say that everything's going to run away. So I'm just interested. Like, are the Dodgers – and so it's funny. Are the Dodgers going to go lefty-lefty or are they going to go righties? They're going a lot of righties. I mean, you said bets, right? Then two turners, a Chris Taylor. Um, who else is in there? Uh, you got Turner, Smith, Betts, Turner, Taylor. Yeah, Lux is a lefty, right? Yeah. So they have – Hold on, you got right, left, right, 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 left, right, or left, right, right. So there are three left-handed hitters. I mean, say there are three left-handed hitters. Seager. I hard on him, too, because, like, well, they put it into a computer, so who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, judging by the numbers, I think it's a smart move because, like, it's not easy to handle his curveball coming out the middle tunnel and fall off the table from a lefty. Like, you could probably see it better as a righty. 
the reason why I say that he's going to throw a lot of fastballs, I don't disagree with like any of his pitch percentages. Just like what we were talking about, these guys are like, what's the first pitch percentage swinging for the Dodgers? Right? Like they're a little bit more patient of a team, right? But they're also down 2-0 at home, right? So they're going to be a little bit more eager to make stuff happen, right? Curveballs are a great play as well as changeups, but they're also a disciplined team. But a well-located fastball gets an out just as much as an off-speed pitch. And I just think guys trying to do stuff, 2-0, you're, at, you're down 2-0, you're at home, you know this guy is going to throw – what was it? Fastball was like 36%. Sinker yeah, was pretty 12%. much 50 fastball curveball. Right. 50. So they're going to be super aggressive if they see heat, right? And so that's why I was just thinking he's probably going to throw a lot of fastballs tonight. It's funny because you could just try. I bet, I bet if we were just tracking percentages today in the game, you could just go, you could just tally fastball and curveball. And he, I bet you would only see on average. 1.5 fastballs in a bat. So if you got one fastball, you there's only one more. Oh yeah, probably, probably two thirds though. That's a good percentage. But I'm just two saying, thirds, if you were game and you were really gonna, if you're really gonna count it, right? Yeah. If you have you got two curveballs, you could probably count that you're gonna have to get another fastball or something like that, right? So you could right. two to one really well. See, that's a fun game. That's a fun game. But will it happen? I don't know. I'm just talking. Me too. I'm just. I'm just... I, I also love Charlie Morton's fastball. That's why I am akin to wanting him to throw it. Like, watching that guy mow down lineups the way that he does with his stuff. Like, he's just a – he has a Nolan Ryan feel to him sometimes. Like, when he's rolling, he just looks like he's just throwing this ball and you're just not touching it. It's like a train. The real Walter Johnson. Sorry, should should no disrespect to uh, the late Walter Johnson, but isn't it like that? The idea that he threw so hard that it sounded like a train coming through. It was eighty-five miles an hour. Like there are high school juniors that throw ninety-six. Well, and he also had a whole different thing. Like people weren't trying to throw as hard as they could the whole time. Right. It's just a different game, right? But like. Kyle Bodie, when I was training at a driveline, said one of the funniest lines I ever heard. He said, if Walker Bueller time-traveled and played Babe Ruth and Murderer's Row, they would throw him into jail for witchcraft and sorcery with a baseball. <laughs> it's true. Like, he would do these Bugs Bunny movements with this ball, fastballs that run at 96, you know, curveballs that just snap like a whip at 88 miles an hour. Like, Meanwhile, the hardest guy back then threw 84, right? Like, it would just be a different thing to them, right? But it's crazy how far we've gone to where we're still playing the same games. Is this guy going to throw a fastball or a curveball here? It's just a little bit faster. It's a little bit more paid attention to. So you can make a little bit more of an educated guess. But there's still that chance that Diarnid, he's thinking about his first pitch swinging that he had in his last at-bat. He's like, you know what, fastball's a good pitch here, but maybe a curveball's a better pitch. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the guys that play that game, like you're saying, are the yeah. guys that are at the casino, and they're like, it's going to hit black. I it's going to hit one time. One time it's going to happen. It's the same guy. That's the, 
that's the Jock Peterson type approach when he's in a hole. Like that's yeah. his, I'm in a hole. I'm just looking for this. I'm looking for this pitch. I'm going to keep swinging at it. Eventually I'm going to hit it a thousand feet. Yep. You're definitely going to give me one. How come yeah. you didn't give me one? I don't know. <laughs> You're Jock Peterson. You just hit, dude, when he pulled Max Scherzer foul, the at bat before he hit Max Scherzer 454, I had an inkling he was going to do it. Because he hit that ball foul, and I was like, he he was just a tad early. He hit that ball to another right. county in Georgia. And then I by the time, that's the craziest thing about baseball, too. Like, we complain about how slow the game is, but stuff always happens fast when you don't need it to. Yeah. Like, I was at my dad's house. It takes us nine minutes from my dad's house to my house. In nine minutes, the Dodgers had ran three outs offensively, and then Jock Peterson hit a 450-foot home run. Hey, 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 you guys calm down. Calm. Uh, down. Just slow the game down a little bit, Max. Come on, man. Hey, um, whenever we talk about a – a player having an injury or like nagging symptoms. I tend to look at that when they're playing, right? You can see some of these guys and like where their injury history is like by kind of how they're made, like pitchers that have tight necks, tight shoulders, right? Like their hands have issues. Like um, just talking to you more, just seeing like Max Scherzer kind of struggle with some of his neck and shoulder type stuff. Like you can see him. He's kind of always like something right. Some ain't right in there. I could be wrong. No, I, I agree. I mean, it's uh, – I actually have a theory on that, that it's um, – it's his follow-through. His arm stops and the reverb that would happen from that would go all the way up into the shoulder and the neck if you whipped your hand down hard enough, right? Yeah, and really hurt. But I think he's whipping his hand down, and then the energy's traveling back up into it. And so it's just not – it can't sustain it, you know? I, I also look at how his hand works, right? Like, a lot of his pitches, it looks like he's making – and I don't know him, but when we were talking about stiff wrist or, like, that droopy wrist, his wrist kind of looks droopy at the end of a lot of his pitches. Like, super droopy. I agree. And I, again, not a pitcher, a catcher. I just watch pitchers differently. Like, I would look at that and I would be like, it looks like you're doing, like, a, a Kobe. Like you're like Kobe at the end of your pitches. Yeah, it's definitely it's not off. It's definitely it's not off. That yeah. looks very much on, right? Very, very much, much on. on. Very much <laughs> on. Um, anyways, I got to get going here. I want to leave you guys with one thing. Um, there is some really good. I'm gonna throw some some really good light on someone else that's not associated us, but. Coach, I, I don't know much about him outside of Instagram, but it's out front hitting Coach Casey, right? Mm -hmm. That guy has some really good content out there um, for kids and coaches. Just wanted to throw some light out there on that guy. He's helping. Us. <laughs> He's helping us. Hey. Oh, man. Oh, hey. man. <laughs> nobody's even here. Oh, All right, I got to get going. Check out Coach Casey. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, guys. Follow our page. Uh, let's win a ball game. We'll be putting some more stuff there, too. Stay tuned for more fun stuff and watch the baseball. Have fun. Learn something. Thank you very much. Later, guys.